Welcome to the Wise Wolf Golden Crypto Show. I'm your host, Tony Arterburn. I'm joined on the line with Kinsey. <laughs> her, her business is truth and business is good. She hosts the Fringe Files podcast on YouTube and Odyssey and I'm sure other places you can find uh, Fringe Files. Uh, welcome to the show, Kinsey. Welcome back. Let's let's talk about some gold and silver and some Bitcoin and some maybe even Ethereum and other cryptos. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm glad to have you here. Uh, we wanted to do a short, you know, emergency broadcast today. We're in the eye of the hurricane of inflation. Um, I'm not sure what happened, but somewhere along the way, these financial networks, um, these so-called learned masters of the universe haven't figured out that when you make something out of thin air uh, and you do it more than you've ever done it in history by a factor of what, about 20 to 100 times, uh, that uh, things don't work out well for the stable value of your currency. And uh, we're talking about seeing inflation all over the place. I've got a few articles I want to talk about today. Some of these big multinationals are saying they can't even keep up with it. Um, mm -hmm. But don't worry. In 2022, uh, it's all going to flatten out. We're going to flatten the curve. So uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll do gold and silver prices, Bitcoin price. It's been a big, big week for cryptos in the last uh, seven to 10 days. We'll, we'll, we'll go over a little bit of that. We also have an announcement about the show. Uh, that uh, Kenzie and myself are really excited to share with all of you. And uh, that's why we're broadcasting on a Thursday. But I always like to open up and say, hey, Kenzie, what's on your mind? Because you usually set the pace for the program. Uh, so what is on your mind? What do you got? Uh, today, well, I did call you earlier while you were at the gym. And uh, as long as I've got 10 minutes to talk about NFTs today, I... I feel the need to talk about that because, um, I mean, I've been invested in crypto for, uh, I want to say six or seven years now, maybe a little bit longer than that. And obviously I'm very happy with that, but I slept on the NFTs. I thought it was uh, a thing that was going to come and go and it wouldn't really make waves until, you know, we started seeing real estate and cars and fancy jewelry on the blockchain. Um, but I've, I've really slept on that. So I feel the need to kind of talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, cool. So explain to the audience, those who don't know, they're not hip to your Gen Z lingo. What is an NFT? So an NFT, if, if you say what it is, the boomers just want to run away. <laughs> Isn't it a non-fungible <laughs> token? Non-fungible tokens. Right. And on on my show on YouTube, when when this craze started, um, we were actually calling them our our version of an NFT was not effing tangible. Um <laughs> so yeah, and now now I kind of feel like wow, I really shot myself in the foot there. Um, I should have kept up with what was going on there. And I have been, I told you I was on TikTok. Look at me. 25 years old and I'm like TikTok um starting to feel old so I'm keeping up and I'm watching 14 and 15 year old kids college kids pay off their student loan debt in a matter of a week by trading NFTs and hopping into this market so I've been going down the rabbit holes of YouTube just reading the articles um I, I am searching NFTs myself I'm looking around at them I've not bought any yet so no nobody give me any hell yet like 
I'm, I'm still just looking at this and doing my research. I don't just want to jump right in. But it needs to be taken seriously because we're talking about people that are spending two to six hundred dollars, maybe a grand on something when it drops, and literally three days later selling it for fifteen to sixty thousand dollars. I mean, we're talking about NFTs, these these eight-bit pixel pieces, this artwork in parentheses, I should say, um, selling for more than what my house is worth. So I do think that it needs to be taken seriously, and a lot of people are going to laugh at this, but the reason I want to point this out today is because of the future. Think about it. Every time that you go to a restaurant, there is a child immersed in some kind of screen, enjoying some kind of picture, a game. Um, if you don't know what Decentraland is, I would look into that because it is a virtual world. Those are growing a lot larger. Um, and right now, I almost feel like the NFT craze, like they want to draw attention to this. See, I thought that the only big selling artists out there were the ones that linked up with the NFL or we've all heard of Beeple, a um, couple million dollars for those NFTs, right? And it's not just that. There's normal people like you and me that are creating artwork and people in this chat right now that are, it's kind of like a life-changing thing. And I wanted to point this out because I believe that that's where the biggest gains are right now. Um, it should be taken seriously, and I feel stupid for not taking it seriously. Well, do you classify it as a crypto? Um, it is because it is. It's an ERC, so it's not an ERC twenty token. And forgive me, um, I don't remember the exact letters that go to that. But whenever you buy it, you are keeping this in a hard wallet. You can transfer this to a hard wallet. Um, it is yours to have. They're actually making um, like digital screens that can connect to your wallet so you can actually display this artwork in your house. Not so sure I trust that wallet, but <laughs> I don't want it to know all of that. Um, but it is a real thing. It is a, a hard asset. I, I guess not a hard asset, but an asset that you can hold in a wallet that is yours. Is it? Is it just um, digital stuff? I mean, is it, I've seen like where they nft like tweets and things like that i mean is, it, is there can. anything in the material world like in the third dimension do they yeah have so actually there's like really fine jewelry people are just starting to get into this to where you're actually minting tangible items so yes you would be basically buying um a picture that you see on the screen but the biggest reason that this came out is because ethereum is known for its smart contracts and making that sort of stuff easier a lot of you guys if you feel late on, I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm heavily looking into Solana. Um, and that would like, there's a lot of coins that could speed up the process, but some are doing better than others because Ethereum is very slow. That's actually my biggest holdings um, is in Ethereum, crypto holdings, that is not everything else. Um, but yeah, this is the kind of blockchain that changes up the world. See, a lot of times when we talk about crypto, we really just say Bitcoin. And a lot of people just laugh at us for Bitcoin, which is kind of um, kind of silly that you laugh because there is money to be made here and wealth that is growing here. In fact, you're seeing the next run up right now. Um, there, there's probably going to be a little bit of a pull up, but we're we're going to hit all time highs again very soon. And that's when FOMO will kick in. I don't see a large drop happening either because after the last drop, all of those people already panic sold. The weak hands are out of the market. Um, people like you and I that continue to hold no matter what. I mean, 
we don't have a problem with this either way. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, because it, it is one of those things that I, I think I agree with you. I think it's up and coming. It's going to be a big part of the landscape. I think the stress test on this type of technology and, and uh, this niche is going to be the economy. This will be the economy. And that's what people need to see now. And personally, that's why I like uh, the Ethereum blockchain more is because I see Bitcoin. If we're don't get mad at me whenever I say this, guys, but yes, I can see that and do see that as a store of value. Now, whenever the same way that a crypto person says to me, somebody that's a, a Bitcoin maximalist comes to me and says, oh, well, you've got all that clunky gold. You can't just move that very easily. Right. And you're right. You have a point to that. But same thing with Bitcoin. It gets extremely bottled up. Uh, there's a bottlenecking process that happens um, with Ethereum. There's gas wars going on. So you have the gas fees to pay for that sort of stuff. I get all of that. But because of these kinds of coins that I do see as a store of value, you are starting to have these other up and coming coins. And some of them aren't brand new. Now, there are coins, I would say, even in the top. 20 that are scams there's no real purpose to them but we're gonna see what makes it through and we're we're moving into like the new stock market you know i was really laughing today because typically i keep business channels on uh basically just talking stocks all day in the background while we're working and you've got these um really successful people on there right but they're talking about oh this is going to yield you a five percent gain and like i'm I'm up like 8% today and every day before then I've been up five or 8%. We're talking about daily gains here. And you're telling me in a year I could yield 5% off of this crappy stock that's going nowhere. <laughs> um, the future is definitely in, it is tied to crypto and people get so scared of this. I'm sorry, I'm rambling here, Tony, but it's it, some of the comments that we've had in the past on this podcast. It really concerns me. Because I love gold and silver. I will always hold that no matter what happens. I'll continue to hold it. Maybe I'll be the silly person one day for thinking that that was the smart investment. But as of right now, crypto does have a place in the future. And it's doing better for me as a hedge against inflation than yeah, gold and silver are. That's now. why I, I named the show. I gave it both titles. I actually should have just called it the money show. The money show. Because this is all about what actual money and you know the currency is not money there's a difference and difference. we talk about the fiat currency system and the stock market and the casino i mean if you're buying let's say you have a an ethereum or something some sort of technology that's tied to the blockchain of a gold necklace like you said that's a real tangible thing i mean i'd like to see what the details are like oh. where where, oh. where it's stored or or any of those things but mm -hmm. say you do you own a piece of a tangible real thing Yes. And it's it and it can be seen in real time and it's and it's limited. It's not like you know the old Ponzi schemes mm -hmm. where somebody would go and oversell stock, mm -hmm. you know, or like Bugsy Siegel when he went out to build Las Vegas, you know, and, and oversold all the stock and there was so many stockholders, but he raised all this capital, right? And lost his life for it. Remember that? So mm -hmm. there's there is a there is a an advantage to seeing the the new technology in crypto being used in investments, which I like. And I've mm -hmm. always said like Ethereum is like the example of the technology of crypto, yes. whereas Bitcoin is more like the the holding uh, asset or um, well, they're both assets, but it's more like the money. It's more like the gold. Right. 
And uh, I, I, I don't, I'm fascinated with the space. It just shows more and more that we do not need uh, these bankster class elites who have ruined our planet and our economies and hijacked our governments and, and our political parties yeah. uh, for their own ends. We don't need them. And I love this, this kind of uh, breakthrough technology. I'm not afraid of it. I think it should be examined. Obviously, we need to be careful. I don't have any yeah. NFTs, but I like when you wanted to bring it up, that's fine. This is the Wise Wolf Gold and Crypto mm-hmm. Show. We'll go over gold and silver prices. Not, you know, don't lose your mind. I know people, uh, when I put the two things together, like, well, how can you be both? And I'm like, because I am because, both. Because you don't trust the government. Y'all guys, I feel like a, an important piece to realize here is those that understand history, the history of money, and you understand the history of government, we got into gold and silver for that reason right? A ton of people do. That's the reason that you're in it is you don't trust the dollar. You don't trust whatever currency you are given. Um, same thing with these younger kids. And I guess whatever started the, the crypto craze, these kids realize that the government's not here to help me. I'm not going to have a 401k. Social security is going to be gone. And every safety net that was ever there for the boomers is going to be gone by the time I reach their age. Now, you give them this, this new thing And it has turned into something real. You might have wanted to make fun of it a couple of years ago, but you can't make fun of that anymore. And you actually, um, because you were talking about a a, like a gold necklace being tied to something like that. I do want to mention for those of you that are gold and silver bugs, and that's all you ever want to invest in. There is actually something called the load project. Now, what that is, is gold and silver backed crypto. And you hold that in a wallet. I think you can also get platinum and palladium. If they don't have that yet, you can in the future. And this is backed by legitimate physical precious metals. Um, David Morgan and I had a chance to talk about that uh, when I had him on in the past on one of my shows. And I thought it was a very interesting project. It's not something that I have invested in myself because uh, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. Same thing with these... uh, ETFs that are coming up, guys. It's not backed by legitimate Bitcoin as of yet. There's too many. Um, yeah, it's not that, regulated enough for them yet, right? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk about that too uh, after. Let's let's do a, a, a overview of gold and silver, and then we'll talk a little bit about what happened to Bitcoin and some of the cryptos this week, and that that big push with the EF, uh, EFTs. And um, I'm I'm concerned with that. I mean, I have people ask me all the time, like they have the Robinhood app, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the Robinhood app, but you know, you don't actually own, like, you can't move that crypto, you can't not, move that Bitcoin. Not as of yet, but they are actually working on that. I do believe so. Time will tell. As of right now, I would not put a dime of my money into Robinhood to begin with because of how they make their money and how they started. Um, but in, in the future, if that's the easy way for you to buy and you can transfer from wallet to wallet, I would say go for it. Um, yeah, that's your- you, you have to own something. It's like having the elect, the electronic traded funds with uh, with gold. Gold, yeah. And you're thing. like, wait a minute. Um, I They don't pay me in gold when I cash out. Are the, mm-hmm. Do they have gold? I mean, the jury's out on a big chunk of that. That's a very dark market. You know, it's very, mm-hmm. uh, very murky. And uh, many people have researched, you know, the, the, the gold and silver bullion contracts as not actually there, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, I think we've seen that with the big silver push this last year. So, no, absolutely. Caution uh, when you're buying into something that you physically can't hold. But uh, 
look at the the devil's in the details when it comes to the um, the stocks and the, uh, anything that's broken up like that. So uh, let's talk about because this is a a shorter show today, ladies and gentlemen. We're Kenzie and I have been working on a new project, and um, I should probably just tell people now. The details aren't in yet, but we're going to be moving uh, to Tuesday evenings, it looks like. And we have been accepted on a um, very major radio streaming network. We'll be the only show like uh, like the, like this particular show on their network with talking about gold, silver, Bitcoin, all the stuff that we talk about, in NFTs. Um, <laughs> anything that comes to mind, anything, the money show, right? So we'll be on there. And, uh, I wanted to, to still get a podcast in this week. And of course, um, you don't want to miss a week of, of Kenzie's insight. So we, oh, I'm yeah. so caffeinated today. Like <laughs> oh, I well, can't, I I'm so sorry. I came in and stole the show, but I've had like three cups of coffee and I'm drinking an energy drink. Um, I was ready to go. Well, you were ready to go. I mean, your mic was a little fast. Yeah. And we, we fixed that. She sounded like Alvin and the Chipmunks, folks. Uh, and we had to we had to switch mics, but she's she's gonna take care of the problem before her next uh French files program, I'm sure. But we're gonna be doing that and uh we'll we'll got we'll give you guys plenty of notice. I'll probably drop maybe drop an announcement here on the channels, uh let everybody know that they they can find us there. It'll be Tuesday, so we'll be moving the show. And it'll be live streaming on radio. So when they, you know, uh, eventually start deplatforming us uh, uh, for talking, uh, you know, for bad mouthing the Fed, uh, we'll uh, we'll be on a censor proof network. So you guys can all uh, tune in there. Let's let's go over gold and uh, what happened. <laughs> it's it's been an interesting week, and I want to give you guys a little bit of insight too. Uh, what's going on on the trading floor? Just your friendly gold and silver dealer who has uh, some, you know, some inside knowledge of the supply chain. Something you need to pay attention to. Uh, something that the major networks are not going to talk to you about. This is uh, this this is an article on MarketWatch.com. This is as of today, uh, October twenty first, two thousand and twenty one. Uh, gold prices finished lower after two day advance. You, uh, we'll give you the spot price here in a second, but it's actually made a, a bit of a climb in the last uh, hour or so. Uh, gold futures settled with a loss on Thursday on the heels of a two-session climb as investors took a step back from buying uh, that has been supported by concerns over a rise in inflation. This is the quote from the article. The inflation bug has been spreading with the growing problems with shortages and some big moves in commodities and energy prices. So. They're again, this is the double speak where they're like, well, we see it, but we're, we're not so hot on it anymore. We're, we're, we think inflation's transitory. Uh, the Federal Reserve's monetary policy meeting is in early November. It's unlikely to result in any tapering, but the strong language about tapering may be headwinds for gold. So just the language, folks. Um, and this is I, how silly all of this is. And I'm going to talk about Taper or not, when you're going to your grocery store and there is almost nothing on the shelves, uh, I don't think the tapering matters. People are trying to find anything of value, anything but the dollar, right? Anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, the, this is one of the quotes in the, in the article. Inflation is not letting up and investors bracing for a mini taper tantrum 
should also boost the safe haven flows for the metal, he said. So I I think, you know, this is a, the title of the show was a an eye on the hurricane of, of inflation. And uh, I don't want that to be the case, but we're seeing it in every aspect of of our lives. You're seeing shortages, the um, the controlled demolition that was put into place through the 2020. OK, we'll mm-hmm. just put it at that. The the, uh, the shutting down of small business and, and all the 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 delivery routes and the people that were laid off. All that has consequences. Right. I don't care what these central planner communists think, but that's what happens. Uh, you get a uh, a completely broken system. So you go and look from that article where gold took a dip. You know, we don't we were hot on it. You know, then inflation was going to happen, but now we've pulled back a little bit. We feel a little bit more confident in the, in the uh, treasury bonds and, and markets. Okay, fine. Uh, this is a zero hedge Inf- inflationary storm forces unlever to raise prices fastest in seven years. Mm-hmm. Rising consumer prices are not going away. The latest example of this is from the British multinational consumer goods company Un. You know, it's Unilever PLC who announced Thursday soaring commodity prices has forced it to raise prices in, in most it has in years. There was um, a quote in here also I wanted to see if I could get to. It had to do with Nestle. And they they actually said that they weren't able to keep up with it. Like they were saying that they're having a hard time staying in front of uh, their price raising their price strategies because the price of the commodities to make the products is rising so fast they don't know what to do uh that's a a damning admission and that's from nestle that's from nestle holy cow yeah this it's in this article i'll put the link up uh but it, it is really really um i i thought alarming when you have that some that admission that they are having a hard time keeping up I mean, we're that yeah. That's one of the largest staple companies I could think of. I mean, it's one of the most evil companies I could think of. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? Screw Nestle. You shouldn't be giving that to your kids anyway. Make them yeah, real chocolate I'll milk. The articles that rivals <laughs> such as Nestle warned Wednesday that inflation. This is a quote from the inflation costs are rising faster than we can roll forward through pricing. Wow. The situation has not improved. If anything, we are seeing further downsides compared to what we told you in the summer. So when big companies start talking like that, you need to pay attention. I'm not saying they always tell the truth, but they may be signaling. You know, there's a language here about what they're signaling to the future. And some of them put like 2022 and 2023 as these, uh, oh, oh, we'll have it all ironed out by then. I, Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. Um, which brings me to a little bit of inside information before we get to Bitcoin and we close out. Uh, folks, I'm, I want to tell you, I'm looking at the back office of the trading floor. And this is, I can't show you the picture, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about delays. Okay. First of all, if you call me right now and you say, I want to place a trade for 100 ounces of silver or 500 ounces of silver or whatever, 10 ounces, it doesn't matter. Um, if I don't have it here in the shop, I don't see any, any open product in the back office of the Dallas gold and silver trading floor that doesn't have a delay next to it. Wow. Okay. Used to, 
it would all there would be a big list that had the pictures next to it and it would say live. So that means when I click the button and hit how many units, it locks in that trade for me. There is no lives. Um, let me give you an example. Uh, 2021, one ounce Canadian silver maple leaves, direct from the mint, 16, six to 15 day delay. Uh, kilo silver bars, six to 30 day delay. 100 ounce uh, Asahi silver bars, 16 to 30 days delay. 10 ounce silver bars, 16, six to 15. Even the larger. Even know, the larger. Wow. You See, we're paying attention yet. That's and when that serious money is coming in, guys. Right. Uh, here's a here's one for you. One ounce silver round generic unknown. Oh, wow. Let's look that at that explains uh, why inventory online looks so scarce on let's a couple look of at 90%. Uh unknown. All 90% across the board. 90% pre-65 American coinage, silver coinage, unknown. So just when you, you know, when you're listening to shows like this, compare that to what the mainstream financial markets are saying. And I'm Kinsey and I aren't financial advisors or anything. We're not, we're not experts. I'm just calling a BS oh, on yeah. all of this stuff, like saying, oh, it's transitory. We're going to do some tapering. Maybe not. Probably so. <laughs> you know, and we're going to put uh, everything's going to be better, even though we have rising costs. But here's the weird part, right? All these delays. And this is this is including gold, too. Mm -hmm. by the way, but I wanted to talk about silver because when I turn over to my screen here, I see a uh, all red here on the silver. So you've got a declining asset price and a scarcity. Again, this is the clown world. I don't know. How, how do you how do you square these things? I even saw an article today that nickel is up. Copper is up. All these things are up because those I don't believe that the they don't have a exchange traded funds. Mm -hmm. And that's what drives these things down, folks. These electronic non—they're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're not tied to reality. These these electronic funds that you need to watch out for. These um, things that are tried, tied to the bullion market uh, for like SLV and GLD. Uh, so when you own physical silver, you're outside of that, but you're going to pay a premium because this is not real. I'm, I'm giving this is the spot price for silver right now. It's twenty four dollars and sixteen cents. Okay, it's down 13 cents from the open today. Why? How can silver be down when there's no silver? And I just keep asking that question over and over again. So don't buy into. Uh, see, they're telling you one thing and then doing the other, mm -hmm. right? So that's what I'm seeing. Let's talk. Let's do gold. Gold uh, spot real quick. Uh, one thousand seven hundred and eighty-three Luciferian Bankster notes per troy ounce. One thousand seven hundred and eighty-three. Fiat Federal Reserve notes per troy ounce on gold. It's up a dollar and 31 cents uh, over the open. Uh, so, you know, gold's doing okay. Uh, it's more, I think it's ref it's doing a better job as far as the global price on reflecting actual supply. I'll give you, a, let's see how long it takes to get a gold American Eagle. Uh, six to 15 days. Um, and then I don't, so they're doing better on gold. Uh, quarter ounce American Eagles, one to five days. So they're doing a little bit better. And they got live one ounce bars. So gold mm -hmm. right now, a lot easier to get in your hand. Of course, gold is up. So that makes sense, right? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, um, 
Can I ask you a question about some of this? Sure. Um, and it's a genuine question, guys. I actually don't know the answer to this. So when you're looking at the back end of the trading floor here, what is this actually telling me, Tony? Are there less people going and selling their gold and silver right now? Or is it that there is less gold and silver coming out of the ground? Or is this a mixture of both? It's it's the mints at capacity. It's people not selling okay. and high demand. All right. So um, it's it's the triple combo. There we go. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been buying some 90%. I had a customer. Every time he brings it in, I sell it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's gone I, within 24 hours. Um, and like I, I told a story last week about going down to Dallas, I bought like 4,000 Canadian maple leaves and the trading floor paid me more than they've ever paid me for that much silver. Or so they for, need it. They, they need, need it. it. They're like, oh, we would never do this in the normal world, but we got to have it because we got to fill orders. So uh, I drove it down. No, it's an interesting, interesting thing to watch. And of course, you know, we, um, sponsor this show with with wise wolf so if you've got any questions you can go to the website wisewolf.gold or reach out to me um if you want to talk about metals or setting up an ira or any of the things that's around the, the conversations that kenzie and i have um you got anything before we jump to covering what happened with with bitcoin this last week let's let's just jump into bitcoin let's go like you're always ready just to get get moving you don't well i've no changed delays. i've changed my aspect or my thought on something because i think i had told you guys a while ago i actually slowed down on crypto purchase like i basically just halted for a while and i had to make some real hard decision making because of everything going on in the world i was a little bit concerned that depending on what happens crypto could be useless to me but i've educated myself some more I am getting on some more uh, non-KYC compliant wallets, getting getting into all of that to move things around if that day were to come. Um, also to talk here, Wake Up Dream Bear in the comments is super bullish on privacy cryptos. Um, I think you and I both are. We both hold some pirate chain, right? Do you still yep, hold absolutely. some R? Yep. All right, cool. So we're all pirates here. Um <laughs> And I think that this is really important. Um, Tony, I just want to mention so quickly, a lot of people are so scared of crypto because it is this, they see it as the beast system. And in a way, you are not wrong. But in another way, you kind of are. Um, XRP, I hold it. I've held it for years and years. Um, whenever we can trade it again in the US, I'll probably buy more. And that is very tied to a, a beast system. I would possibly say that that cryptocurrency kind of scares me, but at the same time, I can't let that slide, right? I'm not going to, now if something's going to enslave me, no, I'm not going to invest in that. I don't invest like that. Um, but the way that XRP is going and its global use cases that it does have, we're talking about getting rid of, not getting rid of the SWIFT system, but you have companies like that, central banks, Europe, a lot of things are happening. You've got ex-SEC members working with these crypto projects, XRP specifically. Um, that one's a little sketchy, but I'm going to keep holding it. I don't know what will happen. And then there's Pirate Chain, where I know that no matter what happens, I can move that around somewhere. Uh, Bitcoin, I could move that around somewhere. And it's worth something. Um, yeah, not I, I hold several different coins. I got some XRP. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, I had no idea. Out. I thought you would hate me if I ever told you that. No. So, <laughs> I, and I've got clients that that have bought it too. Um, you know, I, I I try to keep diversified in my wallet. I, I'm a I'm a mainly Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought all through this last downturn when it went below thirty thousand. Yes. I I bought. I just buy a little every day. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not a whale or anything. I'm not I'm not a big player in this, but you know, I, I started in Bitcoin in 2016, so I'm real comfortable with it. And I every day I get a little bit more confident in mm-hmm. what it what it represents. And um, it's, and like well, you said, this, it's not the beat system. This is the kind of thing that actually could be your freedom pass in the future, guys. And I, I want to say this because the internet opens you up to a large market, especially if you know how to navigate through these sorts of things, it's important to learn about and at least have a little bit of something, I would say, in your wallets as a just-in-case. Because if it just got down to all you have is gold and silver, um, that could be easy to move. It might not be easy to move. There could be legal restrictions or whatever it may be. Somebody might not even want it. But with crypto, I have the freedom to literally move that anywhere at any time, and nobody even has to know. Um, the website that your wife sent me, I still have it b- bookmarked. Um, I would like to see more websites like that grow. And, you know, speaking of, um, I-, I can't get on a plane right now. I'm not going to say why, but most, no, I should say why. <laughs> it is not because I've ever done anything bad. It is because I won't get injected with the um, the drugs in experimental projects oh, yeah. that they would like to put I in know. your body. So I, I can't get on a plane, right? But there are cryptocurrencies out there that work on um, not just the privacy, but travel. And we're talking about planes, trains, and cars. So what if that is your freedom pass to get out of wherever you are? I mean, uh, think about uh, it that way. Just- yes, absolutely. That Again, I, I as I study this, and I, again, I, I've been working on uh, mastering you know, gold and silver and crypto for many years now. Um, I learn something new every day. And I'm just more and more convinced that we don't need central control of anything when it comes to the monetary system. We have mm-hmm. we have a gold and silver standard. We have uh, cryptocurrencies. Um, we can trade with ourselves. We don't need these these outside entities that manipulate, uh, that, that rob us of our wealth, that plunge us into warfare, that that uh, create a, a giant socialist uh, hellscape. I mean, I don't need them. No, and, we don't. Uh, so that's. Again, that's what what this show is all about, and, and kind of just shining light on that and mm-hmm. making that case. So let's talk about this. Was on the street. I'll have a link to the article in the show notes. Uh, Bitcoin continues record climb, uh, pulling crypto market to an all time high. Bitcoin continues its ascent into record territory on Thursday, extending Wednesday's gains as broader optimism about digital assets. Stoked by the token's run, helped push the overall value of cryptocurrencies to an all-time peak. Yeah. One Bitcoin recently traded at $65,701.33, up 2.92%, uh, though below its peak of almost 67000 Did we hit the peak? I've seen conflict. Did we break the all-time in the last Let me week? go double check. I looked I've at that earlier both. and totally forgot. But yeah, I've seen both too. I've seen both. And I don't really pay it. It's funny because... Because I don't turn my crypto into fiat mm-hmm. ever, like I just don't, <laughs> it's never turned it into fiat because that's where you get into the taxable stuff. That's where you get into the, 
uh, you know, the exchanges. I just don't even really use them. I use, uh, you know, I have a Exodus wallet. I like Exodus. And, uh, you know, I, I try not to get into the whole uh, capital gains. All that stuff. I just keep my crypto. I just buy it and buy more, you know, and, um, and I can use it to buy things from people or whatever, but I don't I don't turn it into fiat. Uh, so it's an interesting thing to watch. Like we got this huge explosion, but this is what troubled me. You had uh, yesterday, the headline of Drudge was uh, stocks all time high and uh, Bitcoin soars. OK, why are those two things together? I don't like that. I don't like I don't I don't trust I don't that either. price. Right. I, so I, yeah. I don't trust that price. Again, not financial advice. We're not doing that. Just talking about the news. But um, there are. There seems to be a a caution, like red flag, when I see something tied to the stock market in any way. If you notice, when I I tell people too, when you're buying gold and silver, be careful because um, you get you're going to have to ride through the the eventual downturn of the economy, and it'll take gold and silver with it for a while before there mm-hmm. before it resets. Right? It takes. It's like it's just it's like a, a zombie in a you know in well, a graveyard. It pulls you got- down with it. You've got the people that have to immediately panic because they don't have their house in order. They might end up losing their job or the house is on the line, whatever it might be. And they need to sell out ASAP, right? If you are there, you've got your house in order. You've got, I don't really like holding cash, but I think that, and this is up for, you need to decide this yourself. I can't tell you what to have. Emergency cash aside so you can stay afloat for however much time you think you need. Now that's just pegged to what your mortgage is. I'm not talking about food or the price of things that could go ballistic, like gas in your car. Um, When you have your house together, you've got your pantry stocked and it's, it's ready. You're ready for anything. Then you can sit and hold. And when these people come in and panic sell, that's your time to go in and use that little extra bit of cash that you've had in your piggy bank and maybe go pick some of that up because you know that there's going to be uh, a bit of a roller coaster here, right? A lot of people did very well in the last downturn. Just because the economy itself is doing bad does not mean that your world has to be turned upside down. Right. So th- that's the other important piece to this podcast is this isn't just about money or investing. This is, uh, I like to say, invest in yourself. What can you do to earn a little bit more money. And in today's world, people hate to hear that, but I'm here to tell you if you have the internet or you have a cell phone, that is literally the only thing that you need to start a side hustle and turn that into something bigger and bigger and bigger. It is not the hardest thing in the world. Um, We're educational show. Yeah. It's an empowerment show. We're the biggest obstacle. It's us ourselves. Right. And even I still deal with that sometimes kind of get in my head about things, you know, but just keep moving forward. Um, keep preparing, you know, that we are all about extra food, extra water. We both live off grid. So that's <laughs> Tony, you've <laughs> got to be the coolest friend I've ever had because we think so alike. Um, and I, j- I just wish that more people wouldn't tell themselves, oh, I can't get there and figure out how you can get there. I had all the years way. ahead of you to make all the mistakes. So <laughs> that's that I'm cool now. Uh, I guess, according to you, but thank you. Uh, headline of Drudge, Kenzie, before we go, gas hits $7.59 in the California town. What? Yeah. That, no, I, I knew that it was going up. $7.59. Uh, 
Uh, before we close, I'll give you guys a little bit of insight. My family's been in the gasoline business for as long as I've been alive. Uh, so uh, my dad went into the gasoline business in 79. Uh, I used to have run convenience stores and I know what it costs to put gas in the ground, like direct from the, uh, from the refinery. Mm-hmm. Do you know who makes the most amount of money, right? The most amount of leveraged cash every day from gasoline, who would be a cheerleader to make gas go up? And I'm going to explain why, um, something you might not have thought of. It's the credit card companies. Okay, let me explain. The average retailer, if you didn't know this, like next time you feel like getting mad at the, the person who owns the, the 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 small business person who has the 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 local gas station, don't. When the prices go up, they're not making any money. Matter of fact, when prices go up, they make less mm-hmm. because of the credit card fees because they get higher. So the average uh, retailer makes about nine to 10 cents. We try to, a lot of times it comes out to a nickel. Okay. A gallon. So if gas goes to $3 a gallon and a credit card fees are 3%, that's three cents per dollar. That's nine cents a gallon. So they make the credit card companies make what the retailer makes without having any infrastructure, no investment, no overhead whatsoever. So who would cheer for $5 gasoline? I never thought about that. What what boondoggle is that? You talk about evil genius. So next time you're using your card, I mean, we all do, right? It's fast. It's easy. Just know that all of that wealth created by your transactions, all of that profit goes to giant banks. Too big to fail, too big to jail. Don't get mad at your local retailer. (laughs) And by the way. If I it, look, if you're if you're a Luciferian bankster, right, you you want that profit, right? Just yeah. like John D. Rockefeller said, like when they asked him how much money is enough, he said just a little bit more. If you're like one of those people, you, wouldn't you want seven dollar gasoline, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just easy money. I mean, we don't have to worry about interest anymore. It's just the fees. You know, it's the fees that they have they collect from the retailer themselves. So just just FYI, food for thought. Uh, before well, we close, I mean, you have... I just want to point in off of people too. Um, I think that it's very important to build credit, but it, I, I think most people from my show know I, I don't like using that unless you can pay it off tomorrow. So just speaking about credit cards, that's where most people start to drown themselves because they get that revolving uh, credit card debt. Now that's an evil cycle. It's hard to break out of. You can do it if you're one of those people, but um yeah, you should only be using that credit card if you plan on paying that off on time every single month and just continue to build that credit for other investments you would like to make in the future or for emergency situations. Agreed. It's, um, it's a trap. That's it a trap. is a trap. It's purposeful. It is very purposeful. Um, and people hear me all the time about a firm after pay, whatever all of these companies are that are out there making it easier and easier. You can get a pair of $5 Chinese sunglasses off of some crappy website and make four payments on it. And they're hoping and praying that you miss one of those payments. It's, it's evil. It's absolutely evil. That's it. it, That's a great way to describe it. Kenzie, I want to say uh, to the chat, I appreciate uh, wake up and dream uh, for joining us. Jim Chambers said we could let's do a let's go Brandon NFT. (laughs) I thought that was fun. Trap beeper showed up. And uh, of course, we have some other folks watching the show. I appreciate that. Of course, uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Yes. Thank uh, you. Live uh, for a full hour. And uh, the station to be announced will be on a major 
uh, online streaming radio station. Uh, we're really excited about that. Wisewolf.gold is how you follow me or Arterburn.news for my radio show where I talk about things that would get this channel banned. Uh, Kenzie, tell people where they can find you. Uh, at, where am I at? Fringe underscore files. I had to think about that for a second for some <laughs> reason. That's my Twitter handle. And I would say just go to that right now. I am in YouTube timeout. So I've still oh, got, a, okay. got a couple days left on that. They gave me a two week uh, suspension. So... Yeah, I can't do anything over there. You got your Odyssey it. channel. What about your Odyssey channel? I do have my Odyssey. So that is also Fringe Files. Um, Odyssey's been great to us. So I, I'm happy to have that. And another way, that's an easy way for you guys to get into crypto. If you didn't actually want to buy it, just go watch something on Odyssey and you'll get some crypto. And by, before we close the show, Darth David showed up. Always appreciate your positive comments and uh, your viewership and support. We appreciate it. So we'll be back Tuesday, folks. You Bye guys days. know you can always get in touch with wisewolf.gold. Okay. If you need to talk about gold and silver, that's our sponsor. And uh, I'm sure Kinsey will be thinking of all sorts of new uh, news items that will blow your mind. Stuff you haven't even thought of. We'll talk about Tuesday. <laughs> in a world of fiat reality, the truth is solid gold. See you next time.